What's right. going on, everybody? We are live tonight. We're going to talk about sit starts, all kinds of crazy stuff. Who knows what's going to happen on this show? Um, and that show was going to start, I don't know, let's say... Uh, right about. Smells like football, baby. <laughs> What up, guys? Welcome back. We're doing the live stream, the pre-gaming Thursday night. I'm your host, Kyle, the Fancy Football Smackdown. You can follow me at KyleFFFellas. And with me, as always, my buddy from the Word on the Streets podcast, Bob, the Three-Toed Warrior. What up, Bob? You ready for your Broncos tonight? Ready for my Broncos? Got my pre-game on. And it's episode (laughs) 50. Yeah, congrats, man. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right, it's not bad, you know, nothing, nothing like you gentlemen, you know, but, uh, you know, baby steps, baby we, steps. We, we do have a, we do have another great guest this week, uh, might have one more coming in later, well, I won't introduce him that way, nobody, you know, harasses him about it, but uh, John, the monocle, what up, bro, how you doing, man, tell the people about yourself. Yeah, thanks for having me on again, guys, uh, love coming on here. Uh, I think this is my third uh, third time on at least Bob's show. Yeah, <laughs> first time on on the, the new Thursday night show. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm 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 a Dynasty Coach A on uh, from the Monocle uh, at uh, Monocle Dynasty and uh, actually it's at D- Dynasty Monocle. I think I can't even remember. <laughs> All good. <laughs> it's one of those things. All right, what nights are your shows or what days? Oh uh, well, we. We actually just switched it up because, uh, you know, this is the first season that I've done it. Uh, you know, we started in, in March and, uh, and, and, you know, like we were basically doing like Mondays and Thursdays. And then uh, in season, that's kind of difficult because there's football going on and, and everything. Uh, and so I just switched it to uh, Wednesday nights is probably going to be when the, the pod actually goes or I'm sorry, Wednesday mornings. I'll, I'll be recording Tuesday nights and Wednesday mornings. Uh, the pod will go out. And then we're doing a live stream on Mondays, like right before uh, football starts, kind of like you're doing tonight on, on Thursday nights. So right. we're doing doing something kind of similar there. Uh, but, you know, basically just trying to like go with the flow of the actual week because it's a lot more difficult when you're trying to you know, look at waivers and, and everything that happened and you know, like the weekly recaps. I was trying to do a recap on Sunday nights and that, that's just so tough after watching football all day and trying to like look through your notes and it's like, holy crap, you know, it's tough. Dude, the struggle is for is for real, man. Dude, so so it's funny. I didn't realize that you were that new to the game. And for the people out there, you got to check this out because the Monday night stream, I love the pre-gaming, you know, the, the game uh, type thing. You know, we're not here just to talk about Thursday nights, right? Like just like you're, you might talk about Monday on your show. Broncos. Uh, but it, it's, at, it's at Monocle Dynasty, guys. So check it out. Thank uh, you. Live, live you completely forgot. Live, uh, you're good. But I've been doing uh, – I was doing the show um, with my with my buddy for years, man. And the first couple of years we were doing like a bunch of shows a week and trying to figure out a good a good rhythm. And you're right, man. It, it definitely it, – it's it's a lot of work. you got to be working two days ahead of everything, right? But that uh, – and t- for the last two years I had been doing a – uh, recording Sunday night, dropping Monday morning recap show. And dude, you have to be plugged in all day. Like you said, have all your notes together. So I totally understand, uh, the, the, uh, the fight, uh, the inner fight, you want to do it right. But the, the work to put in is, is really tough. So, but I, we're glad that you're here tonight, man. We're going to, we're going to have a lot of fun talking some start sets. Right. Yeah, I appreciate it. That was a lot of fun. Uh, the first the first recap that I did in week one, I was so excited for football. I, I grilled out. I smoked uh, some meats and stuff. I, I had a lot of beer. And then I was like, oh, crap, I have to record something. 
And at the end of the night, I'm sitting there trying to record. And I was just like, oh, my God. Actually, if you go back and listen to it, I actually think I did a somewhat okay job for as drunk as I was. But I was just like, no, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> Dude, that, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a, that's a balancing act for sure. For sure. Uh, so uh, obviously, this is our second week of doing the live stream. If you guys are watching us right now, appreciate you guys tuning in. If you got questions, um, drop them in the comments. Love listening or love uh, covering the listener questions that you guys have out there. If you're listening to this on the re-air uh, on the Word on the Streets feed or the SmackDown feed, uh, and you're not checking us out on Thursday nights, you're missing out, man. We just hang out for an hour before kickoff. We're talking about our favorite start sits. Um, and this is now the second week we're doing this stream with Bob and myself. And we're going to have some great guests coming in here every week. So uh, this has been a lot of fun. So check out the live stream each week. And before we get hot and heavy into this sit yeah. start, we're going to talk hot and heavy. Uh, there's going to be a bonus episode in about a week or so because Daddy just got his hot sauces in. Oh, a man. Hot sauce challenge. Hot one style. I'm gonna be interviewing some league mates on uh, on their season on you know who's hot, who's not, and the wings are gonna be hot. It's gonna be a good time. Oh. So right. yeah, some uh, uh, we 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 sweating in the hot seat, and uh, it's gonna be a good time. We're gonna air it as a show. So dude, bam, I'm, just drop I'm, that on you. I'm looking forward to that, man. That should <laughs> that should be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll have a old friend of the show, Seth, producing that. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen. We're gonna make him do it. Hell to the yes. So, man, uh, uh, why don't you kick into some big news? Some big news. Me or me? Uh, I mean, what well, you you talking about the uh, the surprise bye weeks? Surprise bye so, weeks, exactly. So the news. I, I do want your guys' thoughts on this because I I commission at this point. I think I actually do know the number. I commission seven leagues, and the reason I even know that is because I've been posting every day. It seems like in there, like here's what's happening. Here's the rules. Here's what's happening. Here's the rules. Here's what's happening. And you know, trying to keep everybody updated. But obviously, if you're listening to this, you're you're plugged in, right? You know, Titans uh, in the Steelers game was initially uh, postponed. Maybe it was going to be uh, Monday, maybe Tuesday. Now it's going to be postponed till later. Uh, in, in the season for what they're saying right now. So they haven't announced anything official as of yet. Um, but as far as week four goes and what we're talking about today specifically is that neither of those teams are going to be playing. So uh, I will note this for those of you out there, other commissioners, uh, there was this, again, this isn't official as of recording this, but this was from, I believe, Pro Football Talk. Um, they said that uh, there is a an opening in the schedule where they could shift uh, the Steelers and the Ravens game later on in the year uh, in the bye week li lines up where they could then replay this game, the scheduled Titans and Steelers game uh, in that opening spot. So that would be, they would move the game to week, uh, looks like week eight. So um, I know for, you know, we talked about this on the SmackDown show uh, a lot going into the season. How, how are we going to address COVID related items? put in a lot of, you know, COVID IR rules and all of those things. And now, you know, we have two teams that in essence have a bye week into week four. So, um, John, I'll start with you. Uh, if you commission any leagues or if you're in any leagues, like how have you guys been handling this? What's, what's your advice to, to fancy players out there and commissioners? Well, basically I only commission one dynasty league. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I, I'm basically, uh, you know, in that one went before it was announced that it was delayed or postponed, uh, you know, completely. I basically just said, you know, if, if the games are played on Monday or Tuesday, obviously Monday wouldn't be an issue, but if it was played on Tuesday, like the points will go in. I don't care if I have to manually enter them or, or whatever I have to do, you know, it'll be fine. I just wanted to be out ahead of it. So there was no complaints or anything. And I yeah. did that, uh, I think like two days ago whenever they announced that they might postpone it to, to Tuesday. 
And so, you know, I just put it out there. And then I said, you know, also uh, make sure that you DM me or do whatever and make sure I know a backup player. So if the game got postponed, um, you know, or, you know, didn't get played at all, like that kind of thing that uh, they could do it, but obviously, uh, or, you know, that I could put that player in for them, but obviously mm-hmm. with, with it being canceled before the Thursday night games, before any games got played, you don't even need that. I mean, I'm basically treating it as a bye week Now I know like different, uh, obviously different leagues are, are run different ways. And, you know, some people have to where COVID can go onto IR. Some people don't, you know, or some, le- some leagues do some, some don't, but basically uh, you know, I have all my leagues set so that COVID players can go into IR and like in sleeper, you know, those COVID or all those players are now considered COVID out. And so you can put them in IR in my leagues. Now I've had some people complain that it should just be kind of a, a bye week for them. And so why are they getting put on the IR? But I mean, you know, the way I'm seeing yep. it, it, you know, it, it's just one of those things where like, if the rules are set a certain way, like you, as long as you're playing within the rules then you're doing nothing wrong. And so, you know, not everyone might like it, but I mean, sleeper made it so that, you can, you know, put these people into IR and in my leagues, a COVID player can go into IR. So no one's doing anything wrong, you know? Yeah. And I want to get to Bob, but just to, and for you guys playing out there on different platforms, uh, sleeper did make that call where anyone on the, on the Steelers or the Titans are now designated as COVID IR eligible. Um, so if your league setting allows for that, like John's, then you can put them in there. Uh, Yahoo, uh, I believe ESPN, the same MFL everywhere else that I've been, that I have leagues on, um, pretty much has said that those teams are just on buy and they're not on any code IR list. So just adjust for your leagues and obviously know your rules. Bob, you know, you, I know you commission a bunch of leagues. You do a good job <laughs> of keeping people, keep keeping them updated on, you know, what they can, can't do. What's your thoughts on this, man? Well, luckily I have a good source when it comes to, uh, to keep my leagues informed. <laughs> so me and Kyle share a bunch of leagues. Kyle puts out this message and I just copy paste, edit a few words and post it in my league. So it's been great. Um, <laughs> That's the way I like to roll. Easy breezy. Let's keep it simple. So, uh, but no, um, you know what? When you look at it, there's not, luckily, we're not talking about Atlanta and Dallas going down with COVID, right? <laughs> That's a very big yeah. fucking difference than, yeah. <laughs> than the Titans who have who have a great running back, a decent Derek quarterback. Henry. <laughs> I know his name. Drink. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you're talking about Derek. You you know you have Henry, obviously Ben, Juju, Johnson, Deontay Johnson. Like, I yeah, get it, I mean, you know, yeah, it's a handful is, of players. Was is AJ Brown really already back and fully ready to go? Where you trust him in his? Oh no, this was this was away. great oh. for AJ Brown. Right, exactly. Yeah. So so no real loss there. Um, yeah. a little bit more on the other side of the ball, but mm-hmm. eh, eh. I, I think the biggest thing, and and I and whether it's you know what John said uh, in my leagues, like I had to put out like, hey, you know, we said that only you know NFL right. COVID IR players could be put there. So you know, even though like sleeper as an example is one of those leagues, I said you can't put them in IR because we established it was this. So you know, just follow whatever rules you guys have in place. John did a great job, I think too. He mentioned it, getting out there early, trying to get ahead of it, making sure that it was established, so that it's not that oh now there's a call that's made and. I'm trying to make a decision on the fly because honestly, guys, this is, and the reason I wanted to spend time about talking about this topic too, is this probably isn't going to be the last time we run into this. It's probably going to happen again. So I think, you know, how, what John mentioned is if the game is played on Monday or Tuesday, if this happens again, it, it, it counts for, you know, that week that it was meant to be played in. Uh, if it gets postponed, then, you know, that player, those players or teams essentially will have a buy that week or could be IR eligible depending on your, on your league rules and how you decided to work through this. But 
you know, give your commission, cut your commissioners some break if they're doing a good job. Like these gentlemen here, uh, up here have done, man, just, you know, at the end of the day, someone's got to make a call and it's got to be fair. And if you don't think your commissioner is doing it fairly, you might want to, you might want to double check why you're in the league, because if you can't trust <laughs> yeah. your commission, then, you know, you might be in the wrong spot. So any, any final thoughts on just that topic as a whole, I guess, like how to handle it, how, what to do with those players, any, any tips? I've basically found, you know, as a commissioner, I, I've only, like I said, I'm only a commissioner of one dynasty league, but I've been a commissioner of redraft leagues for years and years and years. And, uh, and I basically found that if you're very clear about things early on, then it's usually better. Like, even if people don't always agree with it, it's usually better than trying to like figure stuff out after the fact. And that's when you start like losing people in your leagues and like people fighting with other people and things of that nature. So even if everyone doesn't agree with the whole like COVID players going into IR thing, you know, the fact that I that I put it out there and like, this is how it's going to be, they might not necessarily agree with it, but it's usually going to be better than like, they realize later on that, oh, wait, why is that player on IR? Like that kind of thing, you know? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Agree completely. Yep. All right. Let's get into these set starts, baby. Let's help people set their lineups tonight. I know those questions are coming in. And if you're listening tomorrow morning, you're like, damn it, I missed the show live again. I didn't get to ask my questions live on air. You can always hit me and Kyle up at, at @kyleffellas and me at Bob's Three Toad on Twitter, and uh, we're more than glad to answer your questions. So uh, it's always interesting. To, I like to I like to ask my people, let me know how it goes. I want to know if my call was right. <laughs> and sometimes people tell me, and sometimes I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So uh, why don't we start with our guest here, John? Why don't you give us your sure. first uh, your first start of the week? So what we're really kind of target here is obviously you have your your one through twelve are pretty chalk plays, right? Typically speaking, unless you're dropping them out for some reason. Uh, but then when you start getting into those players that are thirteen and beyond, that's where we're like we're making decisions, especially if you know you only have so many flexes and things like that. So we're trying to help people have an idea of who's better than who, who's what. Um, and before we jump into that. We're going to get a question in from one of our listeners, because why not? Mr. Darren Gray out there on the YouTubes. Yeah. Says, What's up, guys? PPR scoring. Ooh. We taking the judge, Mr. Judy? <laughs> or is it going to be all about the gold with Mr. Tate? <laughs> uh, now well, I got to look. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you wanted me to start, uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's Golden Tate. I'm hoping it's not Auden yep. Tate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're probably right. <laughs> um. You know, I actually thought about this. I actually thought about possibly making uh, Judy one of my starts just because of, you know, like being, I, I really went like deeper than just like even like, you know, 13 through 16, like that kind of thing, because I didn't, it seemed like there was a lot of good matchups this week. And so I didn't want it to just be like obvious, like obviously you're playing this guy or that guy, you know, right. that kind of thing. Judy seems to have, you know, pretty good uh, control over that, you know, that wide receiver core right now with Sutton being out and, and everything. But obviously, with it being uh, you know, ripping in there, I, I really couldn't pull the trigger to actually do it. But it did cross my mind. So I, with uh, everything going on with the Giants right now, uh, I think it's just as bad <laughs> as, as that. So I, I kind of want to lean Judy still. I don't know about you guys. It's funny because me and Kyle are exact opposites on him. It might end up on a wall somewhere. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've got, I've got Tate at fifty. He's got him at thirty-seven. Consensus is around forty-eight, and then uh, I've got Judy around forty-two. He's got him around forty-eight. So I'm liking Judy a little better. That might be a little hometown bias, um, but I can see him having a good night. 
And uh, Tate against San Francisco, you know, the defense is a little shaken up, but I don't think it's that bad. Kyle? Yeah, uh, and for what you're looking at, James, if you're looking at the sheet, I don't think I threw mine in there, so that's not up to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Actually, Tate's not. Tate's not up against uh, San Fran. They are up against yeah, the Rams, last, I believe. That was last that's because yeah. uh, that's that's I hate the Chodok. I'm the one who's <laughs> yeah. apparently supposed to update the ranking sheet. So uh, <laughs> I, I am. I, I would lean Tate. I know that Judy is obviously the better, uh, would be the preferred prospect going forward, even in redraft leagues. I like his, uh, his outlook on a week-to-week basis. But with Rippon being under center, that just, for me, that's a little scary. I think that um, when you're talking about the Rams, they're a little bit more uh, vulnerable uh, in the middle of the field, the underneath those targets that Tate are usually is Tate that Tate is usually going to get. Uh, you know, we didn't necessarily see it last week as much as that offense did continue to struggle, but I think Tate will have a better week this week, and um, he's the guy I would lean. So, Darren, it's a little bit of a split room, two against one though, going with Judy. So, good luck tonight, and uh, anybody listening on the on the rear knows at least what Judy's results happened. were. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, I just thought of a, I, I just thought of a rule that I, I I usually go with, which is don't play like if there's a tie, don't play the Thursday night guy. And yeah. so I'm I'm actually gonna switch over to Tate. I, I'm starting oh, Tate yeah. in a couple of leagues because of like the whole uh, Titans and and Steelers thing. So you know what, just start Tate. <laughs> there you right, go. I'm going with that homerism. Let's go. All <laughs> right, <laughs> let's go ahead and give up your first start of the week. Uh, John, sorry. Oh. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, basically, like I said before, you know, I really feel like there's a lot of good matchups this week. And so it was kind of tough to like, or I, it was way too easy to pick some. And so I, I went a little deeper and, and the first one was uh, David Johnson. And I know like on other shows and everything, I've heard his name mentioned, but it just, it still seems like at least your normal average uh, dynasty player is probably pretty scared of David Johnson and, and everything, you know, Texans related. But the truth of the matter is he has a 96% snap share. And uh, like he's basically getting all the touches with Duke Johnson out. There's really no one else to get the touches. And as far as I know, Duke Johnson's I, I know he was he was limited in practice, but it didn't sound like it was like it was he was going to play. So it, it basically looks like another week. But they've they've had a crazy schedule to start off the season. I mean, they they've gone up against some really tough uh, teams. They had the Ravens, they had the Steelers and I forget who they played week one. But um, Kansas you know, City, yeah. Kansas City. Okay, yeah, Kansas City. That's right. Uh, so, you know, it, even their defense is better than than most people realize. But he actually had a pretty good uh, week, and he actually looked good that week. Yeah. Um, it, the Vikings' run defense hasn't been that bad, but like their pass defense has has been actually absolutely terrible. So I I really see him like getting the red zone touches. You know, they they get the ball to Will Fuller, they get the ball to Brandon Cooks. Uh, you know, in in the in between the twenties, and then they get into that red zone and they start feeding him the rock. Obviously, we know he can catch and, and everything. I just I could see it being a good game. Not saying he's going to go out and win your week for you or anything, but I mean he could easily get you you know 15 PPR points, something around there, possibly even more if he if he scores a touchdown or two because that Vikings defense is bad, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, I like I the like call, it. John. That's a that's a get, this is a get right week, I think, for Watson, Johnson. You know, and for me, I literally like Brandon Cooks. I have Johnson at 18. I think he's a really solid start and. Somebody that people will probably want to try to get away from, you know, just because of, he's been disappointed the last two weeks. But that's a solid call as a start. I see what you did. You hid them from me, so I couldn't do way no. more. No, I just, dude, I, I, I got it done this afternoon. I'm like, I, again, I'm living this good life where we're recording on Thursdays now, not Wednesday. I get I it. I didn't have my lunch break at work. I get it. Yeah, I, I gotta, I, I got to. Uh, I'll get that right going forward for you. Copy Sorry, and paste. Bro. 
copy and paste. I know, I know. All right. Um, no, I like that call. And, and you know what? If if you are a person who's interested in uh, in picking up some of those um, Texans players, you might want to want to start throwing the offers out. Uh, I don't know right now. Yeah. <laughs> While you're listening to the show. <laughs> yeah. So uh, get them in there before this week happens. Uh, Kyle, let's hit over to one of your starts of the week. Yeah. Um, my first start of the week is another running back. I actually have him ranked just one spot above David Johnson. I think he's going to be in for a really nice uh, week based off the matchup too, even though it's on the road. I'm going with Devin Singletary and I'm, I think he's going to hit Pater this week. Uh, even if Zach Moss is active, I still feel pretty confident about starting Singletary, at least as an RB2. Um, right. He's going up there. Bills are traveling uh, to Vegas to play the Raiders. Um, and so far through three weeks, the Raiders have given up the most fancy points to running backs. Uh, this season, they've actually they've given up seven total touchdowns uh, through those three games as well. And I think there's going to be some opportunity for Singletary uh, this week to be a solid RB two when you usually kind of feel more comfortable with him as as a flex. So some guys that I'd start Singletary over um, Kareem Hunt, who's a little bit dinged up, but um, I have Singletary a couple spots ahead of him regardless of health. I have him ahead of uh, Todd Gurley, Dave Montgomery, who's now riding Han Solo there uh, in the Bears backfield. Uh, and Mike Davis, everybody's waiver wire, uh, you know, darling from a week ago. So those are some guys I have a few spots just behind Devin Singletary, and you might have to make some calls on. So I'd, I'd play Singletary over like Miles Gaskin as well, um, who's another guy that you might have on your roster um, that you have to make a tough decision on. So I think this is a big week for uh, the Bills running game, and, and Devin Singletary is a start for me. Okay. I love Devin Singletary, so I'm not going to knock it. <laughs> I know, and you all own him in a lot of leagues, so I hate to give Singletary advice because I know you have him, but <laughs> I think you don't have Moss to give me the start him or not, so I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, with Moss back, it does scare me a little bit with Singletary personally, but um, but I want to see think, him take it over and get. I don't think Moss is quite ready to you know to be back. Like he, he, he's going to play probably, but I don't think he's going to be that hundred percent. Or you know he, he's not going to be up to a hundred percent. So I, I I do like the call, and uh, you know I know you were saying like whether he was healthy or not, but it seems like Hunt's not going to play at this point, um, which is great for my Nick Chubb shares. But you know I, uh, <laughs> it just doesn't seem like he's going to play. I mean groin groin strains are, are no no bueno. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of people who who may or may not play, for those who are watching live, and um, Jameson Crowder is uh, probably going to play. Yeah, he's active. Yeah, how yeah. confident are you though? No, he's not that hammy. Are you even playing? He already, even he already said he's not He's not one hundred percent. He's going to give it a go. You know, that's yeah, that's last, great and everything. But last person said he wasn't one hundred percent retired in the middle. Of the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be making that move. All right. Uh, I don't think so. I pulled him out of my roster. We'll find out if I was wrong for doing it, but whatever. All right. <laughs> let's uh let's go to me. So um I was just scanning. That's why I came up to that news. I was just scanning to see what Fournette could it sounds like Leonard Fournette could well be out for the Bron- Bron- uh, Broncos. Well, Buccaneers on Sunday. Ronald Jones could be busy against the Chargers. Hmm. I'm going to go with that guy right there. Is that crazy? I know it's on somebody's sit list. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, should we should we go ahead and talk about that? <laughs> oh, we should go ahead and talk about that. Yeah, let's battle Donald it out. Jones by himself in the backfield on a decent offense. Uh, nope. What do you got against it? How about that? Well, honestly, like that's exactly what I said. I, I think, you know, people, it looks like Fournette's not going to play. Uh, you know, I, it said it was an ankle injury. That was actually the first I had heard because it was just like they held him out of practice and they never actually gave him an injury designation. And then finally today, I saw it was an ankle injury. 
Uh, who knows, you know, when he actually heard it, if it was in practice or whatever, but it doesn't seem like he's going to play. And so I, that's why I put Ronald Jones. Cause I think people are going to be excited. If, if Fournette was playing, I don't think anyone's excited to play Ronald Jones. Oh, hell no. Yeah. yeah exactly. I was literally had my finger above the cut button earlier this week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, like that does help. And I'm not saying like, don't start him in any situation or scenario or anything like that, but, um, the Chargers run defense is only allowed 69, nice, 38 nice. and 46 rushing yards to the lead running running backs that have uh, faced them so far. So, I mean, Ronald Jones is not amazing <laughs> to say the least. And and so like that run defense, I know, you know, they're injury decimated at this point, but the run defense is still good and uh, you know, I just I, I don't think I would trust it. I mean, there's always yeah. the chance that he could get a, a you know, a little touchdown here or there, but he's not a huge part of the of the passing game. He's not going to get you a lot of PPR points or anything. So you're basically banking on him scoring a touchdown with like 42 yards or something at that point. <laughs> sure. Um, so would you start him or would you start Crowder? Oof. Oh man, PPR. Uh, yeah. Like I don't even think I would. I don't even think I would have Crowder on my team if it wasn't PPR. Uh, right, so. Exactly. <laughs> um, man. I think I might start Crowder. Yeah, that was my decision earlier. And I said, fuck it. I'm not going with the guy who is injured. I'll go with the guy who has the backfield to himself. Um, I'll take that chance. Yeah. And I totally agree. He could be a total bust, uh, a complete and total bust. But Godwin isn't there. Uh, Scotty isn't there. So there's some opportunity for him even in the passing game. So No, that's definitely true. All right, here we go. Mr. Mister Big Andy B. Says, is Joe Mixon worth starting? Yes. I think the answer is yes. Does anybody disagree with yes? I know it's I know it's been hard to do with as as not great as he's been when you drafted him in the I don't know. <laughs> he's six, going to get some Jaguars. He's playing the Jaguars. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need to say anymore? Yeah. They no. they've the Jags have done a the, a pretty decent job on the ground against people um so far this year in comparison to what like you would think. So I do like Joe Mixon as he's I think he's what 13th for me this week. So he's definitely a start, um, no doubt. But if you lucked into like uh, you know, I'd start James Robinson over him in that same match of going head to head. Um, like I would go James Robinson over him and I would go uh like Jonathan Taylor, I think is pretty obvious right now, too. Like those could be some guys that hey, if you drafted Taylor in round five and you already have a stud in round one and you picked up James Robinson, like maybe Mixon doesn't make it into your lineup. But outside of that, man, I I feel pretty confident about Mixon as a you know, a uh, mid to high RB two this week uh, with RB one upside in this matchup. Yeah, it's, it's hard to bench someone who's who everybody's got slated as that RB one. Yeah, I mean, you got a lot of drop before you get to out of two. Yeah, no <laughs> so, doubt. Exactly. Right. Um, okay, thank you for that question. We appreciate it. Keep them coming. All <laughs> right, next up, let's uh, flip over. Um, John, we'll flip over to you, even though we kind of did a quasi. Uh, group, group effort. Let's go yeah. with. Do you have another uh, start for us? Yeah, and and this one's gonna be uh, you know kind of similar, like one of those guys that everyone's like, no, nah, I don't want to play this guy. I don't want to start him. It's OBJ. You know, <laughs> yep. he, he's basically had what you know the one good game so far, but he actually has a twenty eight point two percent target shares uh, so far, like throughout two thousand twenty. And I mean that's like rare territory, you know, not too many wide receivers get up there. Now, of course it's a low volume offense. So 28% hasn't really turned into very much, but I really feel like him and Baker haven't fully been on like on the same page, except for that one week, you know, except for the, the week against the Bengals when everyone was watching him, it was like, oh, OBJ's back. And then in week three, OBJ wasn't back and everyone's like, all right, I got to bench him. You know? 
Um, but like they they rank 30th in pass plays per game as far as the Browns, but they're going up against the the Cowboys who have the fifth worst pass defense or the, or the 27th ranked pass defense in uh, in the league. And, you know, obviously one of the best offenses in the league. Like there's no way that the Browns are going to keep up by just running Nick Chubb 42 times or anything like that. Like I would love to see that once again as a Chubb fan. But on top of that, if if um, if Hunt actually doesn't play, that's just yep. a few more passes that are available. You know, to OBJ yep. on top of that. Not that you know four passes makes a huge difference. He gets two more of those that could you know be that touchdown pass. So OBJ is the kind of guy that you know where it can like two you know two extra passes can make a difference. You know, he could break one for forty yards and a, and a tutty. So. You know, I just he he still has the thirteenth most air yards, even though it's been a low volume offense and everything. So you know, I just I think he's a good start. You know, it's one of those things where you know I just I wouldn't be benching him for just any random player or anything like that. I I definitely starting him as like a wide receiver too at the very least. All right, all right, Kyle, who you got starting? Who you starting? Who you starting? Yeah. I'm going just like OBJ, I think, has a really good matchup against a pretty poor Cowboys secondary. Uh, I'm going to go to Miami, and this offense, I think, is going to be putting up some major points this week. They're going to be at home against Seattle. We just saw you know, them play the Cowboys, and, and Dallas light them up for over 450 passing yards. I think Fitz uh, continues his magic that we saw uh, last week. I, I have Fitzpatrick um, you know, ranked at just out the – at the edge of my top 12 of QBs, I think he's a solid start. But my starts um, are Devontae Parker and Preston Williams. I think you need to roll both these guys out in your lineup. I have Parker at wide receiver 14. Uh, I would play him over guys like Adam Adam Thielen, Keenan Allen, Kenny Galladay. Those guys are coming off. A few of those guys have touchdowns this last week. I think Parker is going to be a stud. And in Preston Williams, I have it wide receiver 24. This is a guy that I think that, um, you know, I'm playing him over Edelman, Robbie Anderson, A.J. Green, um, Seattle has given what I talked about last week with the Cowboys that heading into week three, they had six wide receivers catch at least six passes and 70 yards against them. Uh, that number is now up to nine because three Cowboys wide receivers did it last week. Um, I, this past defense is, is horrendous. Um, they're really bad in the slot. I mean, they were really bad on the outside as it was. Anyway, we saw Michael Gallup put up some big numbers, but the slot also is just a disaster area uh, for for the uh, Seattle Seahawks defense. So if I have a dolphin on my team, he's pretty much going to be in my lineup, I think, which feels weird to say, but against this defense, man, I, I think they're going to have to keep up with Russell Wilson. So I'm, I'm starting Parker and Williams with, with confidence this week. So how pissed would we all be if Russell Wilson doesn't cook this, this week? It's impossible. We have a 22 to 22 <laughs> damn type score. You know, because he's been playing big offenses and stuff like that, and he's had to he's had to get in the kitchen, right? Here's another one, man. Miami Dolphins, baby. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I, I just I think with I think you saw what they put up against freaking Jacksonville. That's that's true. The last not week, even chasing last Thursday night. I mean, I, I think this is going to be I think this is going to be a high scoring game, um, and I want a piece of that. And the cheaper route to go is you know guys that these Dolphins guys that may not have been in your lineup um, the last few weeks, and probably rightfully so. Um, you know, I know Parker's been a little bit dinged up, but I'm, I'm putting these guys in plug and play. Um, I think it's going to be a high scoring game that you want a piece of here. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, it just came in. Alan Lazard, core muscle surgery, uh, out indefinitely. So coming off a uh, huge game for ooh. the Packers. Uh, I, I did hear that Devonte Adams, uh, got in a practice. It might've been limited probably, but he got a practice in, um, 
so that that's going to be something to keep an eye on uh, with that Packers uh, receiving options because they're playing on Monday night. So if Adams is uh, <laughs> is not a go, you could be looking at you know even Robert Tanyan could be a could be an option for you guys out there. Yeah, they're they're screwing with one of my starts, so I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry, that's twenty twenty for you. You know, it's just like he had, a, he had the best game of his career. Oh, he's got to have surgery now. Yeah, man, oh, I felt so man. good about about plugging him into some lineups this week. I wasn't mad about missing out, you know, on the week three because it's like, hey, you know, I wasn't necessarily really expecting that big of a game from him. And um, you know, MVS has still been seeing a lot of targets last week. He didn't because it kind of faded. You know, they were fading towards him, but man, it was. Uh, yeah, that was a big game, and now we don't get to really read the rewards of somebody that looked to be, you know, having a little bit of a breakout there. So fair question. That's a fair question. So here's a question for you: Where do you have Galladay? Since you were disrespecting my man, Kenny Galladay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know any other Galladays? Yeah, I was the making. World? I got him at. I, that was me pausing so I could look it up. I got him at 18. Oh, so do I. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I don't mind that. All right. Never mind. Okay. Uh, I just want to make sure you weren't dissing my boy. No, right. no, he's he's still there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing man. If Marcus Lattimore is out, he, he he showed up on the injury report on Thursday. If he is out in that game, that's gonna I'm gonna bump him up um, even more. I think Galladay, we like what we saw last week from him. Um, you know, with the touchdown, the volume wasn't there yet, but it's coming, man. And and Galladay should be uh, a solid start this week. So here's a question on the fly. So MVS, no Lazard. Um, and possibly or not possibly or a hobbled. We don't know what we're going to get out of Devontae Adams. That's why even though I have him, I might still leave him on the bench. I have a team, uh, one roster that's deep enough I can do that, and that's that's a good problem to have, um, but still scary to do. Um, but how do you feel about MVS if he is like the, the show? And more importantly, how do you feel about the guy I was going to call the start of the week, and now I can't? That's Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's uh, gross, that's kind of tough. I don't. They're, they're playing. Aren't they playing Atlanta? Yeah, yeah they're, they're playing, playing Atlanta, Atlanta on Monday business. night. Yeah, that's, uh, that's if, tough. If, I mean, if Adams plays, I can't bench him because they're playing Atlanta. Oh, you yeah, you have to play Adams if he if you he plays. You have to play him. <laughs> but the uh, yeah, with without a Scantling, like I don't think uh, Lazard being out, Adams being out, like any of those guys makes him actually catch the ball. Like I don't think it makes his hands any better. So I, I I still think I might be benching him. Although, like you said, I mean, you made some points, you know, key points there. It's the Falcons' defense, and and that's all you really need to know. It's kind of like talking about the Seattle defense, like we were just saying with Miami. So I I would I would definitely consider playing him. I have him on a few rosters. Luckily. I mean, my teams are good enough to where I don't have to worry about putting him in. But you know, there's also some other rosters where I might I might have to trade for him if everyone else is going to be out. You know, right? Yeah, I, I caught his first NFL catches last week, so that could be an option <laughs> for you too. <laughs> there you go. I, I had Lazard at 32 um, before this news just dropped as we're recording this. So obviously, the matchup is awesome. I have it ranked that way with Adams in. Um, I do think Adams can come back. Obviously, you guys can follow us and keep up to date with where we think, you know, these guys could rank if things change from that, uh, for that perspective with status. But like I, if I had the matchup is freaking awesome. Um, like, but I have kind of like my, kind of like my, uh, uh, my point of no return, I guess, rank spot in my rankings is I have Greg Ward right now at 35, who is available everywhere. Anyone could have got him for nothing. He was 1% owned. Um, like, so if am I playing Greg Ward or MVS? Like I, I'm probably still going to roll with Greg Ward. He's the only healthy wide receiver in Philadelphia. As much as I don't 
uh, <laughs> like what Carson Wentz has done. He's the only right. guy there. Hold on, no, no, no. Back up, back up. Go ahead. Carson Wentz yep. versus Aaron Rodgers. Give me which one you like better, head to head. You're talking about you're, you're, is this a Carson Wentz? Aaron Rodgers. Okay, good. Yeah. The defense of the Atlanta Falcons versus whoever the fuck. <laughs> San Francisco, don't care. Yeah, I okay. like Atlanta more, but you're talking okay. about you're talking about MVS, who literally Rodgers should not and and right should so trust him. him. Should not trust him at all. And you're talking about Carson Wentz, who even at the end of last season and last week, trust Greg Ward. You know, right. so and no, I had Mark no Dallas got 27 without that news we just, oh. that just broke. So that's got to put, put him in at least the mid-20s for me. That should be your start then. That should be yeah, your start. That should be my start. I'm going with it. <laughs> I mean, remember, Adam, that just happened. Adams was out Adams was out last week, and uh, Valdez Scantling played on 92% of snaps, and he still only had a 13.3% target share. So, I mean, obviously, like, that was with Lazard having the big game and everything, but uh-huh. he he had four targets and one reception. I, I just – I, I still feel I, – I hate to say it, but I think I actually would go Ward there too. <laughs> That's fine. I, it's not a bad I, call. I think, like, guys like, um, you know, for me, like guys like T.Y. Hilton, uh, Keelan Cole, Judy Tonight, Golden Tate, like I would play MVS over those guys just for some upside. But, like, yeah. so he probably ends up around 36, maybe my rankings, maybe a couple spots up more. But, like, you know, I'm not – he's not like an auto start for me just because we've seen it with him before. He's been the guy before. So even if yeah. Adams is out, yeah. You know, yeah, I think you have to, you almost have to start Aaron Rodgers unless you want to pivot to like Fitz Magic, right? Because all these other guys that are around him are owned. So unless you have two QBs for whatever reason, or you want to burn the roster spot on Fitzpatrick for a week, you're probably just going to have to roll Rodgers no matter what and hope that he takes advantage of the matchup. But um, right. yeah, I, I think Adams plays though. It's sounding, sounding good, I think, for him. So keep an, keep an eye out for that, obviously. We got a long, we got a long way before Monday night. So a few practices in there still. Yep. All right. Stay tuned, people. That's what he's saying. Stay tuned. All right, Monocle. Put those that little Monocle glass on. And uh, <laughs> I know. I need to buy one. I don't know why I don't have one. So, <laughs> yeah. So me, me and Monocle started talking on Twitter, and one of my favorite things was their logo. It was like, I love that logo. Um, and yeah, shout like, out to MG. Some, I'm like, I need some peanuts. Um, <laughs> he made it. He made it for us. So, yeah, that, nice. I, I love the logo. It's awesome. But uh, my right. next start is yep. uh, another one that people do not want to play. Uh, I've, I've even heard people like asking me, you know, because I have them on a couple teams like, oh, who are you going to start at tight end this week? And I'm like, I'm going to start Evan Ingram. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, yeah, but he's terrible. He's garbage. He hasn't done a damn thing. And it's like he's he's run the third most routes of any tight end. He has the seventh most targets. He only has the 16th most air yards, but I mean, you know, obviously a third of that is last week when they couldn't get anything going against the 49ers. Um, no, he's not looked amazing, but you know, it, it's tight end. Like in tight end, all you need is somebody that's going to get, you know, run routes, be targeted, and catch the ball. And we know that he can do all those things. And Evan Ingram's not one of my favorite players or anything, but you know, it's just there, there's not that many, especially with the, the game being canceled with John Smith being out, obviously because of it, you know, even Eric Ebron kind of came on last week. So there's two tight ends that you can't play right there. Dallas Goddard. Just, yeah. Yeah. Dallas Goddard is on IR. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things. I, even tonight, Noah fan, you know, like you, people would be really excited about playing him, but you have Brett Riffin throwing the ball. Like who, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen there? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like I guess I wanted to, to tout Judy earlier, but it's like, eh, I don't know. It's, it's tough. So, 
I just I feel like it, because of uh, Aaron Donald getting in there from the Rams and and you know like getting the the pressure on uh, Daniel Jones, it could be quick dump offs, it could be quick slants. Like it's not going to be any kind of long bombs to Slayton or anything like that. And, and who knows who's uh, Jalen Ramsey's going to cover? It's I highly doubt it's going to be Evan Ingram. So. I, I'm not saying I feel amazing about it, but once again, I feel like he's going to do better than he's been doing. <laughs> I, I think that's a great call. I was surprised. I don't have the consensus up in front of me from Fancy Pros, but I'm pretty sure he was just outside the top 12, you know, Evan, Evan Ingram. So if you guys are out there thinking, like, is that really like a tough call? Like, people are saying you should not start this guy. And I'm with John. I, I think he's, he's going to be a solid start this week. He fits kind of what I mentioned earlier with the Golden Tate stuff. He fits the t- kind of targets that can hurt this Rams defense. Um, I have Evan Ingram at seven this week. I think, I think he's a great start. You're not playing any of the guys you've picked up the waiver wire guys, you know, John, who's obviously a guy that was lost. Same with God or like, those are guys maybe you could have paired with Evan Ingram that are now lost, but I'm not rolling like, you know, Mo Ali Cox who's had two really good weeks, but it has a <laughs> tough matchup. Like you're rolling Evan Ingram people like better days ahead, tough, tough slate, uh, you know, for the giants to start the year, better days ahead for Evan Ingram. And it's going to start this week, I think. Yeah. All good there. Um, Let's go to a quick question. Mr. Darren Gray throws out another question. He said, would you start the man, Mr. Noah Fant, or would you go and pick up Austin Hooper, Dalton Schultz? What? Dalton Schultz? <laughs> Love that guy. Um, dropped him one year too early because that's just a classic <laughs> move to do in Dynasty. Uh, or Jimmy Graham. So, um Anybody want to tackle that bad boy? I'm looking at my rankings, and 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 I, you said earlier uh, you had the fantasy pro didn't have fantasy pros rankings in front of you. I have them, and then I realized they were last week's. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I I know it's it's now on my list of things to do. Now I'll check out the chores list next week. My bad. There you go. <laughs> do the dishes. Change the rankings. Uh, is Darren? Yep. Yeah, is Darren the one that was asking about Judy earlier? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, if if you're starting fan, do not start Judy. Like, <laughs> don't do it. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I'm not starting Austin Hooper, even though like they do have a nice matchup and everything. I just I, I want nothing to do with Hooper. Uh, Dalton Schultz only had a 10% target share last week, and you know, in a game that they threw the ball quite a bit. Uh, now, Jimmy Graham is interesting, but. I don't know if I want to trust Graham, but you know, you're basically talking about Fant with the third string quarterback or Graham with Foles. And I mean, we saw the connection that they had. I think I might lean Graham there. Uh, I'm going to lean with Fant because I think he's going to get the targets from from the young guy. Oh, standard, uh, standard scoring. Standing the ball. Eh, now we're hoping for a touchdown. So the Broncos are really high scoring offense. So <laughs> that's going to help. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he said it's a different league. Uh, thank you for clarifying that, Darren. I, oh yeah, I I like I like Fant the most of that group. I think you just have to yeah. roll him out there. I, I unfortunately there's not like a waiver wire gem that you can plug and play at tight end. It's there were not that many to begin with the last couple of weeks, and now you know other people are you know either scooping those up or so those guys have kind of gone away. You know we talked about the, we either due to injuries or Kittle coming back. Right, we don't have an option with a 49ers tight end, so. Um, would you guys go with Hooper or Graham? Like if people are dealing with that deeper decision for Sunday, right? Would you go with Hooper or Graham or Schultz? I think I'm going with Graham there. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I don't want to trust him, like I said, uh, but I definitely don't want to trust Hooper. He he's, yeah. hasn't shown anything so far. I mean, at least Graham has some touchdowns to show us like he was being targeted in the, in the end zone, in the red zone. You know, we can't even say that for Hooper. Like, what has he done? I don't do even like, I, mean, I like know Hooper he has targeted. Does that play into it for you without Hunt? 
Not really. If anything, I would say no. Landry probably. Right. Like I'd feel better about Landry or, or yeah. Beckham. You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah, just like to check, check the pulse there, you know? Yeah. I, Sometimes those short area targets end up with a tight end. So that's why I like to ask. So. I like Graham, too, that if you have to, like, go super deep, maybe you lost. I'm in a league, like, where my only tight end was Dallas Goddard. Like, um, if you got if you want to take a stab, I don't mind. Jimmy Graham has three touchdowns. One of those was from uh, Foles in the second half of that game. So I think it's worth a look. But, I mean, it's a tough matchup. All those guys are, are bottom of the barrel. But, yeah, Hooper is just – Man, crazy. I, I thought he would – there's no way it would be as good as last year, but even I didn't expect this to where he's just borderline droppable and even, you know, shallow <laughs> dynasty leagues almost. It's crazy. All right, so uh, Mr. Jernigan, who could be on the damn show if he clicked the button, um, asked us the question instead. He goes, uh, who would be fired first, Mr. Adam Gase or Matt Patricia? Well, Gase is probably going to lose this week, so that's not going to help him, right? And who the Lions playing this week? They are the Lions playing. get the Saints. Ugh, okay, yeah. <laughs> what the the Tiger the runner? Are we going by the hour, or the minute, or? I mean, we got to hope Gase gets fired, but. I mean, the, the team has actually come out and said that you know, like the Gase is on the fire, you know, on the hot seat, or at least right. you know people around the team have said that. Uh, yeah. I haven't heard anything about Patricia actually being on the hot seat, except for people like fans and and stuff of that nature. So mm-hmm. I feel like it would be Gase, but then again, you know, like they have a decent chance of winning tonight just because of you know the fact that they're going up against the third string quarterback and stuff. And obviously, I know they have their own issues: a Gase, b injuries, you know, and everything else. So I'm not saying it's going to be amazing, and I'm kind of hoping for like just some crazy blowout game because everyone expected Monday night to be that, and it really wasn't. And so uh, you know, I'm kind of hoping for this like. You know, just like shootout, not blowout. I'm sorry, shootout game where it's like just this amazing back and forth. I highly doubt it's going to happen, but that would be amazing. <laughs> there you I, go. I'm going with I'm going with C. Dan Quinn. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was going to say that too. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ouch. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they'll be winning. Uh, I, my son earlier said uh, we were talking about the Falcons somehow, and he goes, he goes, they're undefeated. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, they're undefeated because he, my son only counts to the third quarter. <laughs> so the Falcons are undefeated in his mind. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Unfortunately, NFL doesn't work like that, son. How could All they right. possibly lose? They were up by 20. Exactly. Right. He's like, uh, I'm gonna go get in the car and start the drive now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh whose turn is it? Is it me? I think I I, so. I th- it's either you or me. You well, go I'll take it. How about that? You go ahead. I got one more uh-huh. after and I'll take it after that. All right, cool. Uh I'm going Robinson versus Miami. Um and Robinson sounds pretty chalky because most people have him up in that 11-12, but it's more the fact of confidence chalky. People were grabbing him off waivers a week or two ago. And so it's like, are, are, you, talking, are you talking James Robinson? Yeah. Okay, it's a, he's at Oh, that Cincy. was last week. Yeah, he's at yeah, that Cincy. was last week, but it's still a good matchup. Though. I, I screwed, I screwed him, I screwed him with the sheet again. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it, it's well, still, yeah, he's still good. Whatever. At Cincinnati, I think it's probably even better against Cincinnati. Yeah. Really? Yep. <laughs> yeah, it might be, it might be true. All right, against Cincinnati, I was using the, uh, I was using the sheet to, to yeah, copy my bad. Over. That's on me. Yeah. You all put right. that on me, guys. <laughs> Obviously, all show we're gonna keep reminding you. <laughs> I won't. Make, that's a mistake I only make once. I will tell you that. <laughs> Okay. Um, no, he's been good. He's been getting the work. And uh, against Cincinnati, I can just see it. Uh, and I would start him over Cincinnati's running back that's going to be getting the work. So that's how confident I am in him. But in reality, you're going to start both of them. So um, as 11, I'm starting him over 
Ooh, those are tight ends. Let's just slide over a little and go to <laughs> running backs instead. Uh, I'm going to start him over Austin Eckler. Oh, um, I know. Okay. Tough. Oh, oh man. Not by All far. Right. I'm going to start both. I'm, start both. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm starting him over. I don't yeah, think you really have that decision. I got um, you. I just have him ranked behind him. Uh, I got Joe Mixon right behind him at 12. At 15, I got David Montgomery, who now has the backfield to himself against Atlanta. So he's looking a lot sexier than he was uh, a week ago. And I got him over Melvin Gordon, who is at 14. So I'm pretty high on this week uh, just because he's having the backfield against um, Jacksonville. So there you go. No, no I like it. I, I don't know. I mean, I know Eckler's going up against the Bucks, and the Bucks have a really good run defense. But you know, with the targets that he's been getting and everything in PPR, I don't know if I would be starting Robinson over him. But like you said, I mean, those are all players that you're going to be starting. Like it's not like, and I really doubt that there's too many teams where you're going to have to make the decision: am I starting this guy or this guy? You know, like you're just starting them unless you have like this, some standard league with no flex spots and like that kind of thing. I agreed. I'm yeah. I'm not benching. Yeah, Robinson's going to be a monster this week. Get him in your lineup. For yeah. sure. All right. So that is that. Let's answer a quick listener question. And I think this will be an easy slam dunk. I already put it up, took it down, put it back up. Cooper <laughs> Cup versus DJ Moore. I'm pretty sure we're all confident in Cooper Cup, or is that just me? I, I am confident in Cooper Cup, especially with the matchup and everything. But I'm also the biggest DJ Moore fan ever. So, like, I can't ever say, like, bench DJ Moore. Uh, <laughs> and, and I mean, and if you look at the actual numbers that he's that he's had through the first three weeks, you can't bench DJ Moore. You can't do it. Now that's that's you know that said, like you can't really bench Cup either. So if, if you're making that decision, that's a great decision to have. Um, but Arizona's defense is not the the best, and so and like they have one of the fastest pace offenses, or or you know they run the fastest pace uh, in the league, and the Panthers are right there with them. So like literally, they could have. 70 plays each you know like or, or you know 75 plays each or, or you know whatever and i mean it could just be this fast-paced game you know back and forth and the, dj moore could you know end up having two three touchdowns and you know however many receptions but you know i, I don't hate the cooper cup play either yeah right. the mat the match of our cups is is solid so you got to play them I'll, I'll just throw this out on more because i still love him this week he's still inside my top 12 on when you're looking at websites and what the matchup is and where these teams rank, Arizona is technically gives up the second fewest fantasy points through three games to wide receivers, but you got to read behind between the lines. They've played the San Francisco 49ers who don't even have wide receivers, right? Washington <laughs> Redskins who literally have Terry McClure in the end. And then the Detroit Lions last week who, who played, you know, with Galladay back in his first game. So I, I just think that Arizona is bigger days ahead for sure. Um, as far as wide receivers going up against the Cardinals. All right, let's 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 help Chris set his lineup real quick. He says, I don't want to bench either of those guys, but I would have to bench James Robinson, don't do it, or Mike Davis, oh, if he plays both. Do you take those, guar- those guaranteed points from the running back? Bye, bye Mike. See ya. Oh, <laughs> damn you. Come on, man. Mike Davis against That's Arizona. tough because Davis had such a big part of the game. He was such a big part of the game uh, last week and even towards the, the end of the of the week, uh, the previous week. So that's re- that's a really tough call. I think just because of the of the pace of the game and everything, I'm going to have my – Bye, Mike. Um, you know, like I, I want – I don't know. Robinson is probably the better play, actually. It's a good problem to have because I have some other teams where I'm looking at like, oh, God, like this is what I'm left with right now. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, why don't we, uh, Kyle, why don't you hit your last start, and then we'll we'll spin through as many sits as fast as we can as we run into yep. these last few minutes before we hit game time on Thursday night football. Yeah. I'll, We're I'll so excited one. for <laughs> yes. Yeah, he loves it. Uh, I'll be quick with this one. Another tight end for me, uh, weirdly enough, but I'm going with TJ Hawkinson. I really like what I've seen out of him uh, the last few weeks, getting more targets. He has 16 targets. He had seven last week, um, even with Galladay back, so you got to like that. Um, I would play Hawkinson over Tyler Higby, who had a big game a couple weeks ago. I play him over Noah Fant tonight, Hayden Hurst, um, who was you know in that shootout matchup against the uh, the Packers. Hawkinson is a top ten tight end for me. The Saints have given up four receiving touchdowns to tight ends through three weeks. Uh, I think Hawk hits Pater this week, and uh, he's going to secure. He's going to make that uh, tight end position finally look good on your roster. So we'll go. We'll go with Hawkinson as my final start of the week. Okay. I have uh, I have Mr. Josh Kelly. This is more of that flex area question, right? I got Josh Kelly as a sit. Now, everybody's loving on him, and I get that. They're playing Tampa Bay, and they've got uh, Mr. Justin Jackson back on the field. So I want to see what's going to happen with the three of them on the field. And if I don't have to start the question mark, I'm not going to. So I say sit him for that reason alone. Not that I don't believe he's a great running back. Yeah, no, I agree with that one as well. I think it isn't Kelly hurt, too? Um, if I remember correctly, like, I, I think he's going to play, but I, I thought that well, if he's hurt, that's just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good picking. Even yeah. better. Yeah, uh, I'm, pick, I'm sitting uh, CMC this week, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting Barkley. All right. Um, no, so my, my sits were uh, uh, Derrick Henry, Jonu Smith, uh, Juju. Oh, wait, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I have two guys from the same game and it's, uh, you know, just to do it quickly, it's Mike Evans and Keenan Allen on in opposite sides. Uh, and it's kind of, uh, similar arguments. Like both defenses have actually been really good. Uh, you know, the, the bucks are only allowing 237 passing yards per game so far. And, you know, Herbert had uh, 311 and 330 in his first two games. So obviously like in Keenan Allen had a pretty good, target share there you know and and he and i still expect him to be targeted but if they limit him to only around 230 yards with that pass defense with that uh pass rush then you know Allen's uh, ceiling is going to be limited and so you know it's one of those things once again i'm not saying like don't play him at all or anything but you know i definitely wouldn't be playing him as a wide receiver one or or you know maybe even a wide receiver two Uh, if you need a wide receiver three or a flex spot i think i'd be okay with it and then as far as evans goes i mean he he's he's 35th in targets he's 52nd in air yards and he only has a 16.7 percent target rate so i mean we know the guy can score touchdowns obviously he's already scored four this year uh but i just i hate banking on touchdowns i i hate that sure and i just i just don't want to do it right there yeah exactly so i mean that's really it i mean it's just i guess you know my three sits were i didn't even realize it until later on but like my three sits were evans allen and ronald jones so it's like i just want to avoid that game altogether basically (laughs) so you don't think with godwin i mean assuming he's not playing with the hamstring pull you don't think with godwin not playing that edwin edmund wow um yeah gets enough work Uh, to make it worthwhile to even be a wide receiver too you know, I know he was hurt, but like we already saw it when Godwin was out that, you know, he had a decent game, um, you know, but I don't know. It's just, it's more, it's, it's more the defense than anything else. Like I do expect him to be targeted. I do expect him to have, uh, you know, but I just, it doesn't seem like they actually have a connection Evans and, and Brady. They don't quite have that connection yet. And, and so I'm just kind of fading it at this point. 
Well, I you know, that. you're probably going to start Evans, but you know, I I would drop him down to like a flex play. I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to have him as my wide receiver one or anything. All right. I did a take or leave it on him the other day, and I get to tell you, no, this screw with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a little joke for uh, a couple shows back. Um, go. Good guy, John. Yep. All right. Yep. That was uh, good. Uh, I think we're over. Are we over to me or you, Kyle? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback on my first I'll, my first one here and then I'll kick it over to you because it's in the same game. I'm sitting Tom Brady, QB 17 for me this week. I don't like the fact that Chris Godwin's out. Week two without Chris Godwin, Tom Brady scored like nine fantasy points. Uh, the matchup <laughs> is tough. Chargers have only given up three passing touchdowns on the year. That includes a game in which they played some guy named Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so I'm, I'm playing uh, Gardner Minshew over by just a hair if you're rostering both, but uh, and also Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow, slam dunk over Tom Brady this week, in my opinion. And even if you have a roster spot to burn, you don't have a second QB, and your only QB is Tom Brady. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I talked about earlier, he's 17% owned in Yahoo leagues. Adam, plug him in and uh, f- put Brady on the pine for now. There yeah, I would go. definitely play Fitzpatrick over Brady. Yeah. All right, Bob, we got? All right, so I got DJ Moore as my sit. What sit? And I'm not necessarily <laughs> sitting because he's probably going to make it to the flex. But if, if you've got – you know, three good running backs and you're in a really vanilla league that only starts two, you know, two wide receiver, two running backs and a flex. And you might throw that, that third running back in your flex. Um, I got him down at 17, which is pretty low for a DJ Moore week. I got Devonte Adams above him. Not a surprise there. Assuming he's healthy in place. Uh, I have Keenan Allen above him, which I know you're not loving on. I have Cooper cup above him. Where in the hell is number 16? Wow, that might be the surprise. I'm having to scroll down for 16. Oh, shit. oh crap. He's still looking at week one numbers. No. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm looking at my numbers. Uh, oh, it was against last week's numbers. I got Galladay. So I got Galladay close right behind him. I don't know. I just, I don't love him. If you can get away from him, I'm okay with it. I'm, I just, man, I want to see him actually have a good week before I put a fire him up as my wide receiver, too. That's all. Trust me, I have I'll him. I'll put him in my three. I'm not going to put him in my two until I have to. That's all. And I have I, a lot of I literally have him too. everywhere. So I completely understand the wanting to see a good week come up because I don't know, it's been it's been rough. <laughs> I don't know if you saw what he put on his nameplate. It's uh, I think it says Pettis because that's what I feel like. <laughs> he is. This year's Pettis. Let's go. He's getting so many targets. It, it'll. Well, what's it'll, he doing with them though? That's the problem. What the hell is he doing with that? No, he's actually had some good games. I mean, he had 120 yeah. yards in he week two. Yet. He, he uh, had uh, he's I mean, a touchdown. He, has, he just he hasn't scored a touchdown. And I mean, I, I just did a pod on it. Not not a take it or leave it, but <laughs> but but my buys and sells uh you know, that I put out on Wednesday, and and you know, DJ was easily one of the buys because yeah. it's like people like you, and it makes sense. Like I get it, it I makes sense. It. Like you're it. saying, like, just show me something, just score a freaking touchdown. But you know the when you get that many targets and when you catch that many balls, you're going to score touchdowns. Like the touchdowns will come. You know. Oh yeah, it's it's one of my favorite phrases that annoys a lot of people, as many of my phrases do. Oh. But <laughs> Kyle's like, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. That just means he's due. Uh, yeah. Well, he's been due for freaking what is it now? 19 games because he only had four touchdowns last year with all these <laughs> targets. So you kind of knew going in he wasn't he's. Robert Woods esque, right? Like he, you might, he might top out at if six. He's going to have four touchdowns like, a year. It might be Julio Jones esque, getting he's all gonna, the targets, and not all the uh, touchdowns. He'll be fine. <laughs> he'll be all good. All right. all right. Well, we are at the fifty-nine minute and nine second mark. I'm gonna have us uh, sign off if we're good here. 
and uh, we're going to go enjoy some major big-time <laughs> football on Thursday night. It's the Broncos. It's the Jaguars. Wait, let me check last week's It's the Jets. <laughs> Jets. See, see, I'm still trying to mess it up with the Jaguars, which I actually think I said earlier as well. Um, they're, both, they're just both shitty teams, okay? <laughs> well, yeah, we've already been subjected to one uh, Jags game on a Thursday night. We're done with that. We've moved on to this fabulous Denver and New York game. So, Yeah, well, I think uh, eventually I have a uh, Crowder, DJ Chark, start, sit question in my mind. Um, so I think that's why I keep bouncing back and forth between the two. Um, all right. Uh, John, why don't you remind everybody where you can be found, sir? Well, hopefully I can remember it this time. But um, once again, I'm, I'm at Dynasty Coach A. I'm at Monocle Dynasty. Uh, you know, that's where the show is. Uh, where you well, you'll have to go to the website. Uh, it's actually contenderconnection.com. Uh, we have a new website. Did you say Tinder connection? Contender. Contender. Oh, contender. I'm sorry. So I might have I might have oh, slipped through that, but <laughs> <laughs> slip of the tongue. Tender connection. No. Um, <laughs> contenderconnection.com. And, you know, we're putting articles out there. We're putting, uh, you know, a lot of stuff, but we also have our schedule. I'm going to have to honestly, uh, obviously change that now but, you know, that we're changing it, but uh, we'll have the schedule out, the pods that we're putting out, the articles we're putting out, uh, the Patreon stuff, all that kind of stuff. But you can find it there. You can find like all of the podcasts and, and everything uh, else that's going on there. So it's pretty cool. Awesome. Kyle, once you let everybody not they don't know, but remind them where they can find you and that you want to follow both feeds. Yep, yep, for sure, man. You can follow me at Kyle FF Fellows. Hit me up. If you have any questions, start sits, trade questions, anything like that. Uh doing the SmackDown uh, episode every Tuesday morning as well. Just quick 15, 20 minutes solo pod. Uh, where I'm giving you the highlights of all the waiver wire ads that you need to make. So stay subscribed to that feed. And if you're following me on Twitter, of course, waiver wire sniping will drop every single Saturday to get you ahead where you can snipe all your league mates. We had a surprise bye week this this week in week four, but bye weeks will be starting up scheduled bye weeks in week five. So it doesn't hurt to take a look ahead, kind of see what's going on before the rest of your league is wasting all their fab money on players that you already have on your <laughs> roster. Uh, so waiver wire sniping. So be sure to subscribe to the SmackDown feed. And of course, you got to subscribe to Bob and I'll let you wrap it up, man. Absolutely. I can be found on Twitter at Bob3Toad, on YouTube at Bob3Toad Warriors. The shows are the Thursday live stream that you're hearing right now that replays on Friday. You'd want to follow both feeds because I do fun stuff like <laughs> hot ones, interview style fun. Uh, we're having a good time with stuff like that. And Kyle has his own stuff. We fill our own little sprinkle in there and it's a good time. That sounded really wrong. Ignore it. Um, <laughs> that's it for this show. Uh, just remember, hit the wave wire, set your lineups, dominate your opponents. Until next week, we'll see you. See ya. Gotta sprinkle it. Gotta sprinkle it. Tinder connection. <laughs>